it, it takes a lot of people, not not just one or two or three or four. It takes everybody. I always tell our guys, everybody is everybody, right? It's about everybody. The Shields. The Shields hurt by a tackler into the end zone. Touchdown, Falcons. Look at the throw. Throws it out. Gets blocked, and it's going to be picked up. Kennedy has it in his hands. And how about that play for the Falcons? Maybe the defensive play of the year. New quarterback in, Chris, so we'll get to see who the new guy is and see what he can do here for the Lions. And he's trying to get a guy in motion. That's the first part. This is a good yeller. We know that. And the heat is on. And it's an interception. And the big daddy on the right-hand side. Could he take it the distance? It's a touchdown. Ian Newton. Boy, Chris, if that does not get you fired up for some championship football, nothing will. A great little recap hype video of the season that just completed regular season for the Falcons. I tell you what it is, and uh, I can't wait for them to run out to that um, on Thursday. But, yeah, you're right, Mike. It is a great hype video, and, and we're, it's here. It's finally here. It's coming. Um, we want to welcome everyone to our special National Junior College Athletic Association National Championship show. We were so big, we got special edition shows. You're we, asking for special we editions. We do, but I have to ask, how many times have you had to practice that? All the way here and then with the weather we have today it took a little bit longer sure. you know so it was pretty good so i probably rehearsed that like 100 times or so i'm hopefully <laughs> just gonna have to say that one or two more times you know and and then we'll be good but um it was a great regular season for our guys um hopefully we could cap it off with the w you know this upcoming thursday out in pittsburgh kansas um what are you looking forward to for the game what's what's one outlook you think you, you know I, and I, I brought my phone out and i wanted to say this but it's the defenses, both teams. So Mississippi Gulf Coast is allowing 12.3 points per game. We're allowing 11.2. No. So I really think our defense has been all year. It has been solid. So to me, this is why the offenses are good. I think the defense is going to win this game. Right. And I, I did go back and I watched some of recap of some, you know, some of the Gulf Coast games just to see how they are and just not that I am part of the staff and recruiting <laughs> in any ways. But probably what I would say, and people ask me, how are they? I say they are big, they are fast, they are strong, and they are really good. And I just leave it at that. There's nothing really else, you know, for me to say. They got a winning quarterback who hasn't lost a game in a very long time. Um, so it'll be a, it'll be a challenge for our guys. But you know, I know that we'll be coached up, and our guys don't quit, and they are not intimidated. Um, so it should be a pretty good show. It, they're fast, and, but Georgia military was fast too, and that yep. was one of the things that Coach Duda had said was they're fast. So I think it's going to be very interesting. You know, another thing too. They pass a lot. They uh, almost 250 yards a game to our. We do 164. They rush for 210. We rush for 178. So, you know, they they're a little bit up on us on right. that. But 
again, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Right. And I just think Coach Duda, there's been a lot of media about us, a lot of buzz, uh -huh. but Coach Duda has these guys focused and, and ready to And go. let's not take away the fact that our offense isn't on the field that much with all of the That's interception That's returns and turnovers that we've returned either to, you know, the opponent's five, 10 yard line or, you know, for scores to begin with, you know, so our numbers offensively could be a little deceiving because we're really not on the field that much. You're right. Because we do lead the nation in interceptions and in, in, in defensive touchdowns. So you're right. We do keep our offense off the field. Yeah. And I'm excited for the guys just being in such a big setting. And I know it's going to be a great experience for them. I'm a basketball guy, so I'm a big Hoosiers fan, Hoosiers mm -hmm. guy. And I know that Coach Duty even mentioned to it with his interview with CBS Sportsnet is that hopefully when they get out there, they bring like Matt Cavalero out or some of the guys out and roll out the tape measure right. and you know measure the goal line to the end line saying, hey, 10 yards, and then measure the goal line, measure the height of the field goal posts with, you know, with Cam Sakati and just give them the little like, as you would notice, these are the same dimensions of Scranton Memorial Stadium. And then, you know, those kids are young, so they probably have no idea what we were talking about. But boy, that would be pretty exciting if that happened. But you know, you make a great point because I looked, looked back at that movie this weekend, actually, Mike, and you know, Coach talked about they want to get in a Twitter war with us, which we're not going to right. do. But there is a lot, you know, in my job, I look at social media. There's a lot of stuff being said about us. We're not worthy of it. We're, you know, Northeast Pennsylvania. We uh -huh. don't play anybody. This is an opportunity for them to go out on national television and prove that Lackawanna College is, is, is legit. Right. And, and like I said, I'll go back to Hoosiers one more time. <laughs> like right in the locker room before they run out to the floor. I can't remember the character's name, but... um. You know, when coach asked them, you know, who do you want to play for? Yep. And he said, yep. let's win it for all the small schools don't have an opportunity to play for it. And even though, I mean, I would consider us a smaller school. We don't have our own stadium. Um, our strength facility is limited, um, but we do best with what we have. Um, but what we do have, we're really, really good at, and that is stability at the coaching staff and quality, quality kids and players. Well, I think that's what makes us uh, legit, really, is we, we have – a high school football stadium uh -huh. we have no locker rooms and you look at their locker rooms they look division one yep. they have four different uniforms they look like the michigan m but you're right 22 games in a row yep. the winningest active uh junior college coach in the history of junior college football right here at lackawanna yeah i think i'm most excited for just the stage and being on national TV for our guys mm -hmm. and for some of our kids that are really, really good players that haven't gotten the exposure yet. Right. Um, just talking to Samir Parks this, you know, this morning, asking him how the recruiting trail is going. And he says, I have something, I have a feeling something big is going to happen. And I just remind him that's what Thursday for, right. that's all the work you put in off season during the summer, you know, fall, you know, so hopefully that will, will pay off for those guys. Well, you know, there's an article today in the Scranton Times. Uh, and I, I, which was a great article. It was a great again. article. Talked about coach Duda and what he's done, but, Offensive coordinator Josh Pardini said, been here 10 years, you know, coach, coach, his whole philosophy, sometimes he could go anywhere, yep. but he said he could go to Baylor. He's here because he wants to get these kids to another opportunity. But what a great thing it would be for them to take home that national championship trophy of course. with all the opportunities they have. And this stage they're on is giving them more opportunities than they've ever been given. We're looking at social media guys getting off for different places, uh -huh. but and then I was at Coach Dude to put on, um, I think uh, our producer, Eric, actually put it on there, said Lackawanna, you know, it's already on the guide yeah. on, on Xfinity yeah, and the other things. Which so, is good. Great, great thing to and, see. And I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because I know if people, obviously, there's not going to be a lot of people that are going to make it out to Pittsburgh, Kansas, but, you know, the game is televised yes. on CBS Sportsnet. It is, you know, DirecTV Channel 221. 
Um, I think when we come back and close up, since I have DirecTV, I know exactly what channel that is. But I know we do have the you know the Comcast channel mm-hmm. and the Dish Network channel, so yep. everywhere you could you know and anyone pick that streams for those who've cut the cord. It's on YouTube TV, it's on Hulu TV, it's on all the different streaming services as well. Yeah, so it's gonna be a great experience. I'll ask you one more question. Besides the game itself, what are you looking forward to most when you get out to Pittsburgh, Kansas? Really the the experience, I mean, the community service events, we have have the banquet and, you know, just the whole atmosphere of being in a national champion. For us too, as, as an administration, it's something we've never been a part of as well. So I'm looking forward to just going out there and in us taking the Falcons corner on the road. We're going to be doing some live stuff, I know, um, out there, too. Uh, we'll be pr- doing the press conference, and we'll be doing a couple other things. How about this, too? What I might be most excited about, too, is that I'm traveling with Elsie. Oh, with, well, I mean. it's I'm excited. I, wait a minute. Hold I'm, on. How did that happen? Are you wearing your Elsie T-shirt? Listen, I'm, I'm picking up my – as long as the weather cooperates and school is open on Tuesday, I'm picking up my Elsie T-shirt. I'm wearing my Elsie T-shirt on the plane. I don't want to put any, I'm not a big flyer. I don't want to put any extra pressure on the pilot, but man, it's just like, you know, maybe like if Coach Pardini had to take over the team for a little while and dude is like up, up in the skybox, like watching over him. That's probably how the pilot's going to feel with Elsie, the Falcon, you know, sitting in his plane. Well, I hope Joya and Eric got Elsie a um, first class ticket. I'm sure know. they'll be, I'm sure he'll be riding first class, of course. So I'm excited about Elsie being out there. And one other thing that I'm excited about, I'm really excited about the Gulf Coast band. I, I've seen them I, on I'm, YouTube. They're pretty, they're pretty I, good. I am very excited about, you know, hopefully we beat them, but in the battle of bands, they definitely have one up on us. I'm impressed with the fact that they have a band. I'm obsessed with the fact that they have a band. I'm looking forward to the band. Hopefully there's a nice little halftime show and stuff too. But, yeah. you know, when it comes after that, it should hopefully it's all Falcon football. And but I have a great to ask, night. if you look behind us, who would have thought we would be excited to go to Pittsburgh, Kansas with the weather? Because it's actually, the weather's looking good it's, for Thursday. I, I think like mid to upper yeah. 50s. And, you and know, here we're expecting, we're closed tomorrow. We're, we're expecting, what, nine, ten, I don't even know how many inches. I, I, I drove up here today. I missed some of the interviews. Uh, it took me a uh, six-hour drive, seven-hour drive. It took me almost 10 hours to yeah, get and, up here and talk about We talk about adversity on the show all the time. Me being out there in the cold at night on a Saturday what? while you were, you know, the you're Iron Bowl was on TV. You know, Minnesota, Wisconsin are playing. My Colorado Buffaloes are getting ready for a big showdown in the Rocky Mountains. Yeah. And I'm on the field by myself. It was unfortunate. We missed you. Um, we are going to have those interviews with those guys. We have, you know, two of our defensive linemen, Phil Darius Payne, who just picked up another huge Division One offer, and Greg yeah. Rose, yeah. Um, some of our offensive linemen, and of course, you know, our quarterback. But it's an exciting time here for Falcon football. There is a little buzz in the building because, like I said, I know you weren't around yesterday. But we have some Division One coaches that were in. They were at practice. They were in the weight room this morning with our guys. So a lot of big things happen here for Falcon. Yeah, football. and I think we just saw before we start tape, we had some others just walk up the stairs. Yeah, yeah so it is. It is busy here, and it's great for Lackawanna and great for our student athletes. But um, let's take a break for a little bit. We're gonna toss it to some of our interviews. We have president of the school, Mark Folk, yes, with yeah. um, athletic director Whittington, which we filmed a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. A great interview. I know everyone really enjoy. Um, and then we'll get to our guys, and then we'll bring it back here, and we'll wrap it up. Special edition show, National Junior College Athletic Association, National Championship Football. Here we go. Take flight. Welcome back to the Falcons Corner Special NCJA National Championship Edition. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard here with SID Chris Sawyer. Chris, two big time special guests with us today. I tell you, we, we're stepping up, Mike, but this is great because we have such a significant opportunity for this school, and it's great to have our two guests here today. And to it is. We got Director of Athletics, Joey Winnington, and of course, our college president. Colonel Mark Polk. Welcome, guys. Thanks. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thrilled to be here. Good. 
I'm going to start with you, Joy, if that's okay. Sure. How proud of you are are you of the athletic staff, and most importantly, the football? Yeah, it's uh, it's been an unbelievable two weeks. I mean, just preparing for an event like this really puts all of us at another level. I mean, we've all really had to step up our game, and we say that about football all the time. You know, they're that sport that's here. They drive us and they raise the bar. Um, I think it was a week ago I got to kind of talk with the team a little bit downstairs, and I said to them, I was like, you guys should be so proud of yourselves, and thank you, because you've now, once again, forced all of, of us yep. to raise the bar and step up our game and, and really go on our hunch for championships. Right. Mr. President, how excited are you? about this whole I don't know how you put it in context journey. I mean you know this has obviously been something that the college uh, has been working on from the football perspective since 93 right so uh, the program has been around for a long time and we've had a lot of success uh, and we've been at bowl games before but we've never been at this level right, right where we're competing for a national championship and and you know it's it is significant and just continues to build, I think, because you know, look at last year alone. We had four teams that went into the nationals, yep. uh, that yep. played at the national level. Basketball, we had wrestling, yep. uh, women's basketball, wrestling, baseball, and uh, football yep. played in the bowl game last year. So, so you know, I don't know how you can, can encapsulate it more than just saying we, we can't get any higher than right. this exactly. from the football perspective. And, and as Joya said, it drives us all to be better yep. uh, and to continue to grow and really work on ways that improve the opportunities for our students, right. our student athletes to move on and get out into life and have experiences that are right. And that's something we can't forget. As exciting exactly. as the game is going to be you know, next week, that's you know, yeah. something we can't forget. We'll yeah. follow up on that a little bit, President Bolt. Talk about, listen to Coach Duda, you look at the last umpteen national championships, schools from the Northeast do not get invited to sure, the national championship. Right. Not only do you support it, but talk about not only how it benefits our student athletes, but how it benefits the school right. and the area. Sure. So, yeah, I, you know, I think there's long been kind of a feeling amongst the, the two-year schools that the Northeast didn't necessarily produce the same level of players. Uh, or have the same schedules and certainly we know we've we've all now nationally kind of uh, at least at the football level struggled a little bit to find good quality teams to play because schools have have dropped their programs over time uh, for us though I think one of the keys has been to really refocus back on the academic outcomes mm -hmm. uh, for football and for all our players right because that's truly what we are we're an academic institution uh, athletics is one way that our students have an opportunity to express themselves, a way to connect themselves to an institution and to provide more incentives for them uh, to, to stay uh, and to excel. From the region's perspective, you know, here we are, Scranton, Pennsylvania, you know, and we've had other schools, you know, University of Scranton Road has traditionally put strong basketball teams out there. Um, no one has this level of football. Uh, and, and so, this is a, you know, an area where football is huge. This is a chance uh, for people in our region to see their own team, their own local team, with students uh, from the local area as well, and you know, kind of the greater uh, Pennsylvania area. We've got a lot of students you know, down from Philadelphia and East and Allentown area, uh, as well as the local area here. So I think you know, it's a great opportunity for, for our community to really see high quality football played by tremendous young men in this case tremendous athletes who have been committed to the academics 
as well as the athletics, and you'll see many of them. Right? You, you can't talk about uh, this without saying going to the Nationals provides a level of exposure for our players, let alone the, they're going to be on CBS Sports yeah, Network. Right. But it provides an exposure to them that they would never have, even if we went to a different bowl game you right. know, and, and played before. So, so this is going to give them that opportunity to go on uh, and – to play potentially in a in a D one program somewhere or yeah. a D two program, they're gonna there'll be more that will get scholarships as a result, and that ultimately will I think make us as an institution all of our athletic programs stronger because we continue to prove that we uh, we produce very good academically as well as athletically capable young men and women uh, from our programs. Mike, he touched on some. I was talking to Coach Duda the other day, okay. and he said one of the benefits academically about having the national championship, more study halls. Yep. And if you look, he's like, I have 100 kids that I have to keep control of getting into the holidays. Well, right. he's kept control of them, and it's probably going to benefit them on their finals. Yep. And as you said, as they're trying to get into the D2, D1 schools. So that's a great point. And, and, and that's, I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because even like discussing like even their strength and conditioning for leading up to, you know, it all revolved around what they were doing in the classroom and study hall to make sure you know they yep. were prepared yep. to take their finals. And then game, obviously, is going to come second. Yeah. You know, so um, talking about Coach Duda just a little bit, not only you're a director of athletics, you're a head women's basketball coach. Right. What kind of impact has he had or anything that you learned from him throughout your time here at the school? I, I really learned something new from him every year. Um, we strive with the women's basketball program just to find a way to bring the same caliber of women athletes in and get them out there. And it's harder, a little bit harder on the women's side, but you know, this year it's been uh, back and forth with me and the staff and I dove in with them from a recruiting perspective, moving on to the next level. Mm -hmm. I said uh, to Coach Bardini, I said, send me your documents. What are you sending to these schools? What do they look like and why? Um, so that's personally helped me as right. a coach. Uh, I think as a director of athletics, um, he's just been here way longer than I have. And I remember sitting in my interview for this job with President Volk, and one of the questions he asked me was, what are you going to do with Mark Duda? He said, I'm going to listen. Yeah. I'm just going to listen and see what kind of relationship I can build and how I can provide resources for him to help get his program to this next level. So I think with, I don't know, three years, maybe four years now with him, uh -huh. it's just been constant learning and me figuring out as a coach you know, it's the little things with him. He'll come into my office and he'll give me these out-of-the-box examples of, like, this is why. And then I can correlate that coming down into practice at 4 or 6 o'clock at night. Right. Um, so as a coach, it's it's like having an expert right down the hallway. And then as a director of athletics, it's like, coach, what do you need? Right. What do we need to elevate your program? I love just stopping in his office. I, I need 30 seconds of Coach Duda a day. He'll give me <laughs> yeah. something, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, whether it pertains to work, life, yeah. or anything in yeah. general. And I and I get a kick out of it. Yeah, it's it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Chris, I, I, well, I, oh, let me if I can follow up. Like, you know, it is. It's impossible, I think, to really talk about the impact that Mark has had uh, on the players here in football, in our general community as well. But <clears throat> for our homecoming game, um, we had, I had an opportunity to, to go uh, to a house of a local graduate, a former player of one of the first teams with okay. Mark. And there were other players who came in and spent time uh, that night, and and I had a chance to talk with them. There is so much love for him, uh -huh. for what he's done for them and preparing them, not just as football players, right. but as men, uh, and preparing them to succeed in the community. There, there is a huge. Range. I mean, we you can talk about the you know what twenty. Right. Uh, football players who have ultimately ended up in the NFL out of a program our small, which are, are, that's as small as ours, uh, that is truly amazing. But but we have you know attorneys, we have teachers, we have uh, 
correctional officers, we have models, we have uh, record producers out there who have come out of his program mm -hmm. and are out there and they all have a universal love yeah. for him. And, and I noticed that even done. during the Georgia military game, and especially after the Georgia military game, I mean, his ex-players, when I say not from a year or two ago, you know, 15, right. 20 years yeah. ago, were right. more excited, I think, than he was yeah. that yeah. the program took that next step to get right. to the championship level. So it was, right. it was, that was really awesome right. to see. And that's culture, right? Like, that's yeah. that's what we want to build here. That's what we want to trickle down into every program, you know, and that starts with our best program, which yep. is football. And then, you know, we grab onto it as an athletic department. And then, you know, even though we have a lot of part-time coaches, I think the biggest significant thing that President Volk said was, you know, teaching them how to be men and teaching them how to be fathers and teach them how to go out and be in this community. That, that is greater than, than any championship we could win. And the cool part is Coach Duda knows that and he demonstrates it every day. And I think that's why we're able to get to a game like this. And I, and I, one more thing, I call him the legend, not yeah. just the, you know, Buster Chess, but truly his, you know, a legend, a Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. So I know yeah. he, I think he really knows deep down inside that I really mean it. And I just, uh, you know, choke <laughs> him and stuff. You talk about that. I mean, not always an opportunity to showcase the school, but we call him the legend, but the whole country now, I mean, they probably heard of Mark Duda, but right. now they've got to see them with CBS yep. really doing what they're going to do. Right. And every weekend when I'm checking social media, there are former players out there. I think there was a Hampton game this weekend, mm -hmm. three Hampton players. Yeah, they, yep. they, they, they don't forget about yep. Locker right. One. I think that is a tribute to right. the athletics, the administration, and, and Coach Duda and his staff. <clears throat> but President Volk, I want to, before we go, I want to ask you, a lot of times you see athletic programs at the small colleges like us, you know, they shut down, they don't have the financial support, administrative support, but seeing you at the games, and as Eric and I and Mike have gone through the videos, we see you in a lot of the games, getting excited with the kids. Talk about the support that comes from you and, and the um, priority that that is through the administration to support the student athletes. Right. Here at well, I, I think it's not just me, I think you see it across, uh, across the board because we all recognize uh, the importance of those programs in the overall student life here of our students. Many of our students come out of very challenged backgrounds, you know, whether it's a financial challenge or they've had a family challenge, uh, something that caused them to, to grab onto athletics uh, as, as a way to move forward. Uh, Joya sees it with her players as well. We see it across the board. Providing that opportunity for them, you know, in some cases is the hook, you know, it's what gets them here and allows us to focus on those other things that we know they're going to need to be successful. So for me, I mean, I just love it. I just, you know, I love our students. Uh, I love to be with them. Uh, being out there and able to share the emotion with them uh, is just so much fun for me. Uh, so, you know, I, you know, it's just kind of natural. It's something that I, I think I should do. Uh, but I enjoy doing really more than anything. Like and not forget do. Dr. Lamagna, your sidekick at those games too. I don't think he's ever missed a game too. Uh, you guys are side by side. He'll leave every once in a while to take yeah. video of you know of an upcoming and, you score know, or something it, like that. But I, Ray Angeli, my predecessor, you know, is many times out there still as well. You know, he was uh, at many of those games most uh, during football season. He was here as president. So, so you know, I think it, again, it is something that we should do. But but overall. Maintaining the, the level of our programs, the, the scholarships that we provide, make it possible in some cases for these young men and women to go to college. Yeah. Without that, they wouldn't be here. Yeah. Uh, and so, again, it's that, it's that hook, whatever you want to call it, it's, it's what gets them here to us and then allows us to, to have that opportunity to grow them academically, socially, uh, in ways that allow them to go out into the community 
uh, and be great, tremendous young men and women. You know, look at our commencements and the people that we have. Look around the community uh, and see. Look at the social media pages of, of all those people who reach back to their coaches. And it's not just work. Um, they truly love the experience that they had here. And so for me, I, I couldn't imagine a program, a college, uh, without those opportunities of our young men and women. Awesome. This has been great. Absolutely. We thank you for taking time out of your busy days. I know you guys got a lot going on. We'll see you in Kansas. We're ready to go. Everyone will be back. More national championship talk in a moment. Take flight. We continue with our special national championship edition of the Falcons Corner. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard. Sports Information Director, Chris Sawyer. Head football coach, Mark Duda. Coach, thanks for coming on. (laughs) Thanks, We love having you on the show. You know that, right? (laughs) It's great to be here. It's not the bus. It's not the Madden bus, but it's close. It is. Student Union, not in the perch, but on the floor. It's very close. It's beautiful. Good surroundings (laughs) for sure. A um, little different preparing for our upcoming national championship game than games in the past. Have about a three, four week window. Some of the challenge, you know, you guys face as a coaching staff. You know, I think a lot of it is, is, is to try to get focused and not to try to do too much too soon. Um, you know, we did our game plan last week and introduced it to our players. If you're too early with those things, what ends up happening is you end up getting like a, such a lag in between right. that they kind of lose focus in between. So they're used to a seven day turnaround. They've been doing that for their whole lives. Right. And now a 21-day turnaround is a little bit different. So we're trying to space it out a little bit at a time. Uh, last week, we worked fundamentals only, nothing to do with really um, uh, with Gulf Coast. And now it's all Gulf Coast. We can't forget that we're a college, right? And our academics come first, obviously. It just so happens that we are playing during finals week. So what have the changes in the schedules made academically? You, you know, know I, I think there? the adaptability of our college is, is unbelievable because what we did was we talked to all of our upper administrators and they decided to make finals this week uh, instead of instead of the week after Thanksgiving, uh, which made, made a whole lot of things had to happen. Many professors had to really go above and beyond for our student athletes right. to make sure that they were ready to go. And our student athletes had to work. We doubled study halls. Um, you know, we're a study hall team, obviously, uh-huh. but we double those and we try to make sure everybody's ready to go. So today and tomorrow, um, our students will fi- will finish all of their um, finals and then go back for Thanksgiving when they come back. You know, they'll, they'll be here a few days and just get ready to play. Right. And I think that'd be nice for them, too, is like, let's worry about the academics for today and tomorrow. And then it could just be both Gulf Coast and football, you know, from there out, no distractions. There's no question. But, you know, but it takes an institution like ours. You know, you have to have an institution that's agile. You know, it has to be something that allows these th- changes to make because if you're really, really stubborn about those kind of things, you're not going to get good performance on either end. Right. Of it. So it's worked out really, really well. You got to, you got to really tip your hat uh, to professors going above, above and beyond yep. for our students. Mike mentioned the difference in preparation. Uh, you've gone to bowl games before, but talk about going out to snow at the beginning of the year. I mean, that's a long trip, and we're going on a pretty long trip. But how it prepared this team because they've done it before now, so it's not something they haven't done in the past. I think I think it takes some of the uh, the uh, worry away. Uh, many of them never flew before. Uh, before we went out to Utah, they never were on an airplane before. So now that'll be something they're used to. And I think they um, the time changes and all those kind of things don't affect them as much. So it was great to be able to do that early on in the year. Uh, we talked about that two years ago. We talked about the fact that we had to get out to snow or someplace like that in order to get our kids kind of ready for games like this. Right. Uh, because for many of them, this will be the experience of their lifetime for sure, but they've had a huge experience out of snow before this. Boy, snow seems like a long time ago, doesn't it? It truly does. Um, you know, we, we went into snow with one game under our belt, uh, which was very difficult to do, and went to an unbelievable environment out there, uh, and uh, the kids got it done. So I think it was, it was a huge thing for us. 
and I, and I think it took away all those worries about travel and hotels and time zones and all those other things that now really don't bother our kids very much. You talk about Lackawanna, you've been here a long time, the family bond with the former players. We were talking about, Mike and I were talking about earlier, the social media, we're seeing some former players posting the L on their, <laughs> you know, playing the D at D1. But how's the response been with you and your staff, the guys calling you back, talking about, you know, you guys are making the first time ever making the national championship. Discuss that a little bit on your former players and how they are. As we said, what's yeah. a Falcon always a Falcon? Well, there's so many. Uh, there's so many of them. First of all, there's thousands of them, thank God. And, and uh, we, I think we've heard from all of them um, over the years. So in 27 years, they many of those guys began the program. You know, when we first got here, it was the first football team ever. And, and those guys had to really – there's 55 of them. Uh, they lived in apartments. There's so many things that they had to endure just to play football here. There was no meal plan. There was no cafeteria. None of those things even existed. So those guys can really feel for the guys who are here now. They're like, oh my God, it's come so far. So every time we move forward, they move forward. Okay, so every time they get to see our guys go to Penn State or, or one of those major schools, they get to go. Every time they see us go to a bowl game, they get to go. So I think they, they've always followed us all the way through. We get calls from that first team all the time, uh, which is That's amazing cool. to That's me. Awesome. Now, they're old guys. I don't know what the heck happened to me, but they're all old guys. Uh, but it's amazing how their lives have, have changed, but they always kept in touch with us throughout. So that really means something to me for sure, and I, it should mean a whole bunch to the college. Your guys getting to play at a whole different level on a national stage, national television. Um, there'll probably be a lot going on you know, before they you know, even play on that Thursday. You have experience playing on national television, being on the national stage. Any advice that you're going to give to those guys, you know, before they talk with the press or the media or, you know, just play on that that national stage? Yeah, you know, I think they just got to go out and understand that it's going to be hectic and you're not going to be prepared for every question you get. And sometimes you're just not going to know the answer. You know, sometimes you're going to ask you things that you really don't want to answer. But the bottom line, once they're through that part of it, we're going to keep things as normal as we possibly can. So our game day is going to look exactly like our game day always looks. Always. And I learned that from some people, some really good coaches I had who were much smarter than I. You know, they if we played on Monday night in the NFL, we, we our Monday would look very, very, very similar to a Sunday all the way through. We kept right. things the same. Yep. So we're going to keep them exactly the same. And so if anybody tries to on game day to mess with how that works, we're not going to allow that to happen because the kids need the best opportunity to be as comfortable as they can be, you know, going to the biggest game of their lives. Chris and I talked earlier in the show when we opened about Gulf Coast. Um, they're really big. They're a really good football team. They have a terrific band, you know. Um, <laughs> what things have you noticed, you know, from Gulf Coast, not getting into game planning sure. wise, but just as, no. as them as a, as a program? No, if you look at them top to bottom, you know, first of all, they have really good team speed on the outside. They're, 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 their offensive line is big and strong. You know, they, they have a good football team and they're well coached. So it's not like uh, I would expect no less. Um, going into the national championship game, I wouldn't expect to see anything that we didn't see. Um, they are they are a good football program and have been for such a long period of time, similar to us. They haven't lost the game. We haven't lost the game. I just think you have to go out there and play the game. Finally, you right, know, yeah. I, I um, a, a few people called me and asked me about social media. They wanted me to get into like a like a social media battle of some sort. <laughs> um, and and for life of me, I think that cheapens the event. Right. All right. So I think for in my purposes, I think that all the the name calling and all that other nonsense, I think, has nothing to do with the fact that this is an awesome experience for everybody involved. Yeah. And the football game should be the most important thing. Exactly. And do you see, we have Thanksgiving break coming up. Do you see that as a good thing for the players to go home, get some rest, get refocused, and you've got them coming back this weekend, and it's 
full on ready to go travel. Yeah. How do you see that? If if you know if they were in the National Football League, I I see it as a bad thing. Okay, because they wouldn't be full grown men, no. right? So full grown men go don't have to go home, right? They could bring their home wherever they are. But these youngsters have been here since July 29th. Many of them haven't been home yet. No. Okay, so they miss their homes, they miss their families, and their families miss them. So I think we would have a hard time having focus on Thanksgiving Day if they were here and not where they, where they belong at home. So for me, taking them home was the best situation. They go home, they get to see everybody. They come back on Saturday. We practice Saturday, Sunday, a little bit on Monday and on Tuesday, which is as much practice as we've had if it was a regular week. Sure. So I think it's the best possible thing to do because remember, uh, and my wife says this all the time, Denise, they're 18, 19, and 20. Yeah. All right, so they're, they're young men, and I think they miss their moms and dads. I'm sure they do. And let's not forget that when they go home for those couple of days, they're going to be rock stars, you know, in their neighborhood and with their family members. Sure. And people are going to want to get to them. And, you know, I'm sure some local press will be, you know, after them because I've already seen some stuff, you know, in some papers, you know, about, you know, guys playing for the national championship. Um, so, you know, I think that would give them a little bit more juice and get them fired up to come back and, finish up their week into practice and, and get ready for that game. I think that's really true. Plus, it's great for recruiting. I hate to, I hate to use the recruiting thing all the time, but they're going to go back home. You know, and when they get back home, all the people, oh, what's like a water like? Well, I don't know. We're 10-0, and 0 and we're going to play a national right, championship. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that's going to help me walk into those high schools two months from now and get the next great football player from their school. So, I mean, it, it's a good thing for everybody overall, and it, it allows our kids to kind of take a breath for a second. And, and realize what they've accomplished, and then go back for one more game. Anything else, Chris? I'm just excited to get to Kansas. I, I'm, in, in I'm, I'm excited. I'm thrilled. I think you are now the personal record holder for most visits to the Falcons' corner. So congratulations on that. Just one more honor you could check off in that Hall of Fame career. Well, distinctions go. It has to be the best. So <laughs> and we brought them off the porch. To the, to the exactly. Right on the floor. We, appre we appreciate you coming out. Thank you Thank so much. You so much. We'll so see you in Kansas. Thanks, Good luck, Coach. We are here at Falcon Football Practice, Scranton Memorial Stadium, talking National Junior College Football Championship with quarterback Matt Cavallero. Matt, thanks for joining us before practice. Thanks for having me. Did you ever think, even going back a couple years ago when you're on buses playing junior hockey, trying to make a career out of hockey, that you'd be playing for a national championship in football? Uh, I definitely didn't think that a couple years ago, but uh, a couple of months ago I would say yes, I would. <laughs> I know since I've known you and been with the guys, you know, since late summer, we've always talked the chance of playing for a national championship. So now that it's just a couple days away, how you feeling? How are all the guys feeling? I think we're all real excited. Um, you know, obviously this is what we worked for. Um, but uh, you plan to go one and zero every week, but you know, you never really know what's going to happen at the end of the year. So it's a great opportunity for us, and you know, we look forward to it. You've had the luxury of coming out of high school where we've where they produced a lot of quarterbacks. I know we talked about that back at media day. Um, Brian Shore, you know, who I just learned who you're close with and have talked to and helped guide you here. Um, he has some national championship experience. Have you had a chance to talk to him, you know, over the, ho over the holiday break or anything like that, give you any advice? Yeah, I was actually just talking the other day about some stuff, but we didn't, we didn't really talk about this. Uh, I don't know if it's one of those things you just don't really speak about, you know, kind of unspoken, but... Uh, you know, we talked, so it's just good to see him and stuff like that. One last thing, um, Mississippi Gulf Coast, what do they give you as far as any looks that, you know, you're going to have to face when you go out there on Thursday? Uh, I mean, obviously they're an excellent team. They're 11-0, and and they play in a real good conference. So they've played some good teams, but um, they haven't played us yet. So, I mean, I expect a lot of our guys, and 
you know, hopefully we can, we can uh, execute what we want to do and play a great game. Matt, thanks for joining us. Travel safely out to Kansas. Best of luck. We'll see you out there. Thank Go get him tonight at practice. You got it, buddy. We'll be right back. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard, back with two of our defensive linemen, Thodarius Payne, Greg Rose. Guys, thanks for joining us on the show. It's nice to have you guys. It's cold out here. The weather is affecting the voice of the Falcons. I'm having a hard time. Uh, speaking of weather, have you looked at the forecast for out in Pittsburgh, Kansas yet? Is that something that concerns you guys, the weather? Oh, it doesn't concern me, but I definitely look. <laughs> I think it'll be, I, I, you know, who knows, probably a little bit like tonight. So hopefully, Fact. you know, this will be a, a good little. Um, before we talk a little, talk game-wise, um, you picked up another big-time offer. Yes, so congratulations. Yeah, we talk about that on the side and how one of my favorite college football teams who happens to reside in the Pac-12 and our big rivals with Nebraska are sleeping on guys from the East Coast, you know, so, you know, I'm kind of disappointed a little bit, you know, in that, but, you know, we could save that for another day. Um, talk about your season. How do you think the season has gone so far, your overall play, the both of you, the defensive line, tons of sacks, you guys are always in the backfield. Talk about your season a little bit. Um, I think the D-line had a, like, wonderful season. I'm happy to play along with people like him. And Saki, it's like it's been wonderful this whole entire season. Greg, I know you were in the top of the leaderboard as far as sacks per game. You know, is that something you like to do? Do you like the feast on the quarterback? Is that something you know when you line up in that line of scrimmage? You know, just looking to attack the quarterback. I do. I love hitting the quarterback. I'm sacking the quarterback. That's where I'm at. <laughs> How about James Saki with that name too? Do you think he should have some more sacks? You know, with that name. I think he have a great time yeah. out there. I think <laughs> he be playing real good. He's a key part. How about the Mississippi Gulf Coast offensive line? They look really, really big. What are challenges that they're going to present for you guys? Um, I think it's just going to be another game to us. Um, Coach, he um, evaluate film real good, so he helps us out a lot. Practice tonight, one of the, probably the last time you're going to practice on this field. You know, you guys have been in the program for quite a while, haven't lost a game. You know, what does this mean as far as this probably being your last practice on this field here? This is really sentimental to us. Like. We got it. We defended our turf the whole year. We didn't let anyone come here and beat us, and this was this really what it means to us. Uh, we'll finish up with one last question. I'm just going to give you a name. You just use describe describe him with one word. All right, so there you go first. Mark Duda. Uh, energetic. Greg, same thing. Mark Duda. Go. That, that's a good one too. I refer to him as I refer to him as the legend. So 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 it's it's all the same. He is bouncing around, ready to go. So we're gonna let you guys go, get ready for practice, have a safe practice, yes, travel safe out to Kansas. We'll see you guys out there. Yes, all right. Congratulations on the great season. All right, fellas. Thank you. Everyone, that was Greg Rose, Fildarius Payne, two of our monster defensive linemen, getting ready for national championship football. Um, stay tuned. We got more on our special national championship football show. Back with our offensive linemen, at least some of you guys. Fellas, thanks for joining us before practice. Yeah, no problem. No problem. We've had a couple weeks off before your last play. We know you guys take a pounding all season. How is the general health, physical, mental well-being of the group? Uh, I feel like we're all back ready, 100%, ready to go back at it. Trey, it looks like you want to say something, too. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling great. I feel like we've been off the field a little bit too long. I'm just excited to end the season right. I'm sure it would be nice to get back, knocking some people around. Um, how much pride do you guys take in when you see you know, your backs, you know, scamper for like 65, 70 yards, you know, downfield? How does it feel when you see Samir run out and catch those touchdowns too? You know, is, is there any jealousy between you guys and Samir? You know, he's getting all the glory running some. Get yeah, he deserves it. Usually when I score, I always celebrate with the uh, O line. You know, we, we always work together in our practice every day, so.
And, and, and that's something that I notice, you know, offense, defense, defense, offense. When someone is scoring, you know, you're all like one big group. And I'll just remember like Ian Newton's touchdown. You know, it was like, you know, seeing, you know, the big fellow run down the field. It was like you all scored, you know. So I love the camaraderie and the, the group feeling that you guys have. Um, what's the big thing you guys are looking forward to going out to Kansas? Besides the game, one thing that you're looking forward to doing when you get out there? Doing it with, doing it with all of, like everybody on the team. Like I've been here for what, five semesters, and each year it gets better and better. So, and I and I create brotherhood and bonds that like I I just know I won't forget. So just going there and finishing it big. Good. Um, I know you guys are representing the school, you know, and you guys will represent us well. Reggie, we got to get you. We got to get that voice on on camera. Um, have you guys looked at? What you guys are going to be eating? Are there some good restaurants you guys could eat and chow down with a couple of days before the game? I haven't checked anything on campus. McDonald's. I'm just for yeah. Right now it's looking like airport food, McDonald's. How excited are you guys on getting on to a plane? You know, especially you know, guys, you guys are big guys. You know, do you have your own seat, your own aisles? Like, you know, is it offensive lineman section? How is that? How's that going to go? Get our ticket and whatever seat we have, we have. <laughs> True. Um, I, I will ask you one question about Mississippi Gulf Coast. Um, what challenges are their defensive line linebackers are going to bring to you guys? Uh, they're fast. They're really fast. They're very athletic. They're, 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 they're going to be the best defensive line we've seen all year. But I, I, I know we're probably going to see more is a lot of pressure coming from you. So we're, we're mm -hmm. definitely preparing for that. Good. And I know it's important to keep Matt on his feet too. You know, so sure. you know, so th that'd be important. Um, Best of luck, travels. I'm looking forward to get out there with you guys. You know, sure. so we'll see you soon. Have a great practice and great preparation. Thank Thanks, you. fellas. We'll be back on the Falcons Corner. Take flight. Hey, everybody. We are back on our special edition of the Falcons Corner, talking a lot of National Junior College Athletic Association National Championship football. I told you, Chris, I could probably get you that out of my again. mouth one more you got time. It every time. Um, another great episode. A lot of great info. A great insight into what our guys have experienced, you know, in the last week or so here on campus. It is, and you've seen the president's excited. He's flying down there. Joy, our AD, you're coming, I'm coming, Eric's coming, Elsie's coming. We're all coming. We're all ready to go. And I know the, the players are ready to go. They had a nice little break. They're back. They're focused. Yep. And um, you just can't. I mean, this is, this is what it's all about. It is. It's exciting. I know we mentioned earlier about, you know, where we can watch, right. you know, so I have it here. If you're on a Comcast viewer, it is high definition channel 854. If you're a Dish Network subscriber, it is channel 158. And then of course, all your DirecTV subscribers, you know, channel 221. Um, and then you could also do a lot of streaming online. And you know what? Right? Also, I, I was told that Ale Mary's here in Scranton. Exactly. Actually, I saw that too. Uh, having a room for, for people to come in. I know the staff come in and watch the game. So a lot, a lot of great uh, thing. And I'll tell you, down in Virginia, a lot of people are going to be watching in Virginia. I, I I think I spent three days promoting Lackawanna down there. So, again, great opportunity. I hope we can uh, have a little recap. We'll be doing some live stuff down yep. there. And then, at least we want to invite everyone to just check our social yes. media pages because I think we're going to yep. try to do a, a lot of live stuff as possible. Um, whenever our kids are involved in something, we're going to want to give right. a quick, whether it's them walking off a bus or, you know, a quick shot of them, you know, leaving their community service events, the banquet, whatever we can do, we're going to broadcast live because I think that'll help with a lot of family members who can't make it out to Kansas. We're going to try to give them and show them as much as we possibly and can. You know what? Also, we talk about social media. Check out Coach Duda was just named. Um, Northeast Football Conference Coach of the Year. Of course. And Jair Brown was named Def defensive, defensive player, player. player of the year. So, again, more accolades. And we had, what, 20, I think 20 guys on the all first and second team all-conference. I mean, again, great accolades going into the game. And uh, we look forward to being on national television. Yeah, and you know what? 
if I wasn't going, I'd be really psyched to watch it because I complain about the West Coast all the time, how they get preferential treatment when it comes to sporting events. You know, so you can tune in at six o'clock, yep. get the bed at a normal hour. No excuses not to stay up and watch a whole game. It is going to be a great football game. Um, so we hope that all you guys could tune in, um, support our Falcons. They're going to be know you're watching. But um, Chris, we'll see you in Kansas. We'll be in Kansas. Travel safely. You too. Everyone, make sure you tune in Thursday night, Junior College National Championship, Lackawanna Falcons, Mississippi Gulf Coast. Take flight.